This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Black and White Podcast. Life might not be black and white, but we are. I'm Katie. I am Marie, (laughs) the black one. The black one. I feel like we we haven't identified which one of us. That would be so weird if anyone assumed that I was anything but very white. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Um, Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> I don't know that I'm that far behind you as far as like whiteness qualities. I'm like my own people question me all the time, but you know. Uh, well, that that is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> it might also come from our very similar upbringings and mm-hmm. like yeah. kind of restrictive Christian church type stuff. Um, yes. How we like, deal with the world. <laughs> yes, that is yes. exactly what it is. So we took we took a week off uh, of podcasting because quite a bit was going on. Um, yeah, updates and things. Yeah. Um, Would you like to start? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Um, so my father did pass away a week ago today. Um, oh. Tuesday night. Um, he... Uh, so it's weird because I don't, I think, I guess I don't know. It's like, is it, it's not exactly from the cancer, but essentially his lungs filled up completely with liquid and he couldn't breathe. And Jeez. Yeah. And I guess I get a little frustrated because I was like, can't they do something about liquid in your lungs? Like, but whatever. It's, it feels it's like we def- could. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Like, um, <laughs> they wouldn't. Put a little and box fan in there. <laughs> do something. Uh, but, you know, uh, they started to treat him less and less for mm. other things. Because it was almost like, oh, well, you know, you're going to die. Like, <laughs> oh, wow. You're, you know, it doesn't really they make just a reach like a like level of like like this is how much we can care and actually do something and then yeah was was that anything to do with insurance or anything like that no he had great insurance the funny thing is i think there was an assumption a lot that he didn't have good good insurance like we were like the weekend uh beforehand i felt like we were arguing with you know the hospices about how frequently they should be coming over, like what kind of coverage we can get, because I'm telling you right now, um, caring for a dying loved one, and I mean, it's it's like 
one of the hardest things I've never it's yeah. imagine an adult baby um and yeah but like with emotions and feelings and like eyes that are you're very clear what every eye look makes you know because sometimes he'd be in pain and you could you'd only know by just looking in his eyes because he couldn't talk um yeah. I don't know it's so we needed help um I am amazed that my my mom and my sister, especially my sister being a widow and it hasn't even been a year yeah. since her husband died, um, that oh, she's been doing this. She'd been doing it for months, picking him up in the middle of the night when, you know, cause he'd fall and, um, getting him like my mom's like, she's 62 and got a bad back. So she can't pick him up, you know, feeding him and making all of his, it's just all this stuff. And, and then she's got a baby who's under two years old. Uh, so maintaining mm. that schedule. So, um, but it, it definitely, um, I have so much more respect for my, my mom and my sister. Uh, Cause I, that, that last few days in which I know it was the decline was the worst in the last few days. Like when you're dying, dying like course, when it's happening. Yeah. Um, but uh, like holding and having to like pick my father up and like have him not being able to uh, do things for him that I know he wanted to do, like take a step forward. We're bending his legs so he could sit on the toilet. You know, I'm changing him, you know, uh, that is, yeah. Um, and hearing him gurgle because he can't breathe and uh sure that's uh that was a lot like that's you know so i think i'm forever changed by that in a way i don't think i was um expecting um i wasn't there when he actually died the moments he died i had to Mm -hmm. come back to the city um, return my rental car because I'd already kept it over, and I was like, you know, I, I'm unemployed. As <laughs> we so let's talk about that, right? Um, right. So, right. <laughs> and I don't drive because I live yep. in San Francisco, which is always the best timing on this kind of stuff. Yeah. How are you just coping, just in general? Like, I know you're a pretty on the go type of person, and like you want to go from one thing to the next, and like kind of get things done. And you're also a natural caretaker, so I know that you're also taking care of others, what are you doing to take care of yourself in these moments? Not enough. Um, I'm having a really hard time. I'm actually uh, got to figure it out. Yeah. Uh, I talked to my counselor yesterday and I said, I, you know, um, I got to meet with somebody. I got to be in a room with my, cause my mom is dealing with it by just like, surviving and she went back to work like she took a day and then she went back to work but i think i understand why she went to back to work because she gets to work with the students mm-hmm. you know and see them and hear his music through them and and she's also been dealing with this intimately for six months so i think she's been yeah. grieving and that's what she was telling me she's like i've just been like crying on the way home i'm crying in the shower i've been dealing with this so i think she it's nice for her to finally just see that he's not in pain anymore um but I, on the other hand, like have had this whole existential crisis about like our life after death and, you know, what it all means and will I ever see my father again? Mm. And like, uh, you know, why, you know, is there God, you know, that, yeah. kind, of, no, that like, kind of spiral I stuff. I wasn't prepared for that. Kind yeah. Of, well, and especially I think you yeah. put it best. It's um, actually an analogy that I used a lot when I, when my mom first passed away, but I remember we were 
playing, um, I think Fortnite or something. And you had mentioned it's like taking like a leg out from under you. It's, it's a support beam that like has always been there and supportive and like there for you. And then that's just kind of gone whether or not you expect it. Um, you know, and sometimes it can be even worse when you expect it uh, because it's just like, when is this going to happen? I'm so exhausted. What's it going to be like afterwards? And now it's afterwards. Mm. And of course, that's a, it's a total normal yeah. thing. Like what's out there? Is there an after? Um, where do people go? Um, <laughs> what other things are you exploring and talking <gasps> about? I don't know. You know, I I post about it. I try to be as genuine about how I'm feeling about it. Like sometimes that's been yeah. helpful because I'm I'm finding that a lot of people are responding and like thanking me for just little words that I post because we don't talk about death. No. Um, we don't really have any type of understanding of what you see, um, and I think not okay like I want to be more open about grief I feel like we're not we're supposed to grieve and then go away like it goes away and we move on oh no it does uh, that's the biggest misnomer is that like it all just goes away and you're fine you kind of just live with it like it's like a little pain that's still there um yeah but like you grow with it like like I don't know putting a nickel yeah. in a the knot of a tree or something like that it grow, you grow around it and it becomes a part of you right um right what is right. the most surprising thing that you've discovered kind of about your grief oh um how uh, much my body hurts yeah i'm yeah um and i haven't slept i haven't been sleeping very well and uh, my body mm-hmm. just hurts like i me and my niece yesterday because she just discovered she likes to go to the jacuzzi. Oh, so I took her in there with me. Yeah, <laughs> she goes hot, tt hot. Oh, um, but yeah, it's so cute. Um, I just had to sit in there just because my for my own body just to kind of calm down. Um, mm-hmm. that and I'm also like, and I I'm surprised at all the different ways people tell you to handle it. Oh. <laughs> like I'm just I, I you know people say the best to end the worst things yeah you know so maybe that's not about grief but it's just about my experience of no that's that's how part I'm of supposed it. to handle this <laughs> people, people dealing with you in your grief is like such a thing that we especially don't talk about because I feel like a lot of the times especially in American culture and American Christian culture people are uncomfortable so they they come up with platitudes or um things that are you know conversation ending <laughs> aphorisms of just being like you know they're in a better oh, place no longer in pain all this stuff and it's like i don't that's not what i really am thinking about right now i'm thinking about all the memories that i had or like the things that i'm going to be bummed that they're missing out on um in those respects so what's some of the what, what's some of the worst advice you've gotten so far if you don't mind Oh boy. <laughs> um, a lot of people do give a lot of bad advice. <laughs> yeah. I, God, what happened? It hurts over like, I think it's not, it's just platitudes. I think that's, it's not yeah. even necessarily, or, you know, I did get it. Some people told me to drink. And while I concur, <laughs> I would like to drink, I, oh, 
<laughs> yes, all, all of that. <laughs> I, it's like literally the worst. Like I just don't want to go down that rabbit hole because I know I just have a I, I know that it's temporarily great, but if I if it becomes a thing, right. I can't. It becomes a thing. Yeah, it becomes a thing. <laughs> um, and I think it's uh, just like the, you know, um, don't worry, you'll be with him again. Are you sure? Because I'm a gay. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I also... I, I don't know. <laughs> when it, and it's, I guess it's kind of something I've been reflecting on a lot lately, just like coming to terms with like my upbringing and like how people see the world and how people communicate what they, they think and believe and... I do feel like Mark and I have this conversation a lot of the time where we like go between what is the difference between science and magic when you just don't understand the constructs in which it's like working. Um, So, you know, who's to say there is or is not an afterlife? Who's to say there is or is not a heaven or hell or whatever? I do think that we've gotten several points of this very wrong just in trying to maintain a certain attitude or moral compass that you Mm. think was yours or whatever. Like, I think that is completely off the rails, especially when it comes to LGBTQ rights. Um, And I do feel like one of the things when uh, I had uh, a family member pass away when I was in high school, I was in a chemistry class or something like that. And I was like, okay, biologic. I I asked my professor or teacher, I was like, what happens? And I'm like, well, the energy right. goes back into the earth. Like, it's like that there's still an energy, whether you call it a soul or whatever. It's like all of your body produces energy. But that, that battery pack kind of dies out. And I was like, where does that go? And like, it's back into the earth, back into the right. soil. So in, in a certain respect, like there is a sort of rejuvenation or a reconnection with where we come from. Mm. Um, and... Okay whether or not that is something that we experience on a different plane who knows like i think however you want to perceive it or see where that energy flows either it's through you through your life through like the beautiful trees that you see on those walks that you take sometimes like it could and this is going to sound very high notiony <laughs> but it could be like <laughs> the presence is everywhere type of thing it's just a matter of perspective and how you want to look at it um do i think there's a big white guy in a toga and like has a scroll on whether or not you've done enough good deeds to come in the pearly gates I don't think so. I mean i feel like that's a nice construct for us to understand <laughs> things Mm, and like that also gives us a a security of like an ultimate justice but i feel like especially Mm. (laughs) in the last couple of i don't know years or so i feel like the ultimate justice is kind of like how we make that construct around us and for others um yeah it's funny (coughs) excuse me the pastor that's speaking at my dad's um funeral is uh, a lot he's a progressive christian very very like um i don't know what the word is but like has this really cool 
Because I talked to him, I said, I was like, I'm feeling actually quite tortured about this because everybody keeps telling me I'll see him again. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's actually not really comforting to me because all these mofos don't know I'm a big old gay. You know, people from their church and stuff because I was around them all. And he was like, he's like, number one, I'm so sorry because that's not it. Mm-hmm. He's like, I think he's like, we've, he's like, I'm, I'm really sorry that you've had to live with that limitation of what God could be and um, yeah. who he could be and where you go. And I don't know, that was really, I think that was, it was so, that felt really good because number one, my dad specifically asked for him mm-hmm. to be, who to lead his funeral. And I almost felt like it was like, he, when he came over, like he, like dad had such a he my dad had a plan like to make sure I talked to somebody who would make me feel okay with who I am and um it's just really beautiful he was like he was you know he's like that's it's, he's like it sucks <laughs> he's like you went through this he's like, he's like you went through this evangelical horror he's like he's like as a matter yeah. of fact he's like when you go see a therapist and he's like i'm suggesting you see a therapist which is like that's when you know you got a good pastor <laughs> pastor thank you because yeah. that's what i was like dude we they used to just send you to the church counselor and you prayed they prayed and prayed it away or like whatever yes <laughs> the circumstance yes. was and it's like hey this yes. doesn't actually help heal any part of me this also like yes. exposes the wound even further <laughs> exactly Ugh. like you're you suck and this is all the reason why you suck and that's what it felt like so he <laughs> right. was like as he's like not only that when you go see a therapist he's like you tell mm-hmm. them you grew up in an evangelical church he's like and they'll, he's like all of a sudden you're, you'll have a you'll have better therapy because yes. they'll understand you better and i was like really he's like yeah he's like so he's like the church has done a lot of damage and um and that's where my dad like my dad um believed and i know that his uh, he had to hide a lot of his progressiveness from the church he was in. You know, they they, oh, they didn't know how like cool. No, you said in the last but... episode that he was like a red letter Christian. What exactly mm-hmm. is that? Like he, by the book? Yeah, no, no, no. So a red letter Christian, and I mean, I'm probably butchering this whole idea, but it's a uh, so in certain versions of the bible because you know there's old not the old testament there's king james niv right nrs very yeah yeah yes yes and then a lot of versions i believe king james originated it jesus's words Mm. are in red right so he's so he's like you know a red letter christian is somebody who is follows jesus's words jesus's actual words yeah. Um, instead of ideas about what he was saying and um, interpretation. Jesus didn't and talk that. about a lot of the stuff we talk about. Yeah. And God, like, you know, he was hanging with prostitutes and thieves, and he was, yeah. Jesus was like washing feet. And, you know, he was, he was, he was turning over tables in the temple. He was right. angry. You know what I mean? Just like that. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's really interesting. And so, like, my dad, um, my dad now i can say these things he's pro-choice he voted for obama you know he voted for biden you, you know this is my yeah i just um he he understood privilege you know he a white man who 
who my middle sister wasn't really on the was on the fence about what she believed. She's like, there's no such thing as white privilege because she's very light skinned. She's she's passing. Oh, really? Almost on some days. She hasn't had too Interesting. much. Interesting. Yeah. Or, or at least like looks Latina. Um, but my dad sat. I remember sitting in the car because I couldn't talk to her anymore about it. And because she just felt like, oh, you guys, are just, you're just you're black ones. And you just think I'm so bad because I'm not the blackest one. And I'm like, no, we're Aww. just trying to tell you about real shit. And yeah. my dad is the one who explained privilege to her. And um, uh, he's he was really good about that. I mean, he got a lot of stuff wrong. Like, um he he was still figuring out trans and nine uh, non-binary binary things and they them confused the hell out of him. I was like, Dad, people have been using they them in sentences forever. Like, get over right. it. Uh, but uh, I was uh, talking to Nico last night about how he didn't get it right, but he tried really hard. And I, and he loved, he loved and respected any kid as long as they worked hard. That was all he cared about is, you know, getting, and even if they didn't work out hard, he taught you to work hard or he you made you want to work hard. And, um, there was this TikTok that one of the kids shared and it was really sweet. It was about my dad saying, you know, I miss you. There's so much we have more mm-hmm. to learn from you. We wish you weren't going. And so I looked in to see who the kid was. And it's this queer kid from their school. I, I, trans flags everywhere. I was like, wow. Um, that kid felt accepted and loved by my dad. Um, that Then he got uh, it. That's He got it. Yeah, he, he understood. Yeah. Uh, so that's when I say he was like progressive red letter Christian you know yeah. he, uh, he you know I remember him saying I'm he's like you know he wasn't I wouldn't say he's pro-choice in the sense that he was like go get abortions he's probably pro-choice. <laughs> he's like well if you have to you have to you have to like let me adopt your kid because I'm childless but I get it if you have to you have to like it and right. being like, who am I to tell a woman what they could do with their body? That just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so, um, what a good guy. Uh, he was he's a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um so I yeah, red letter Christian. And he he made me feel a lot better about um being who I was. Like he didn't really run from it, never Never. They didn't really give me. I mean, we had a few talks about me being queer while they and then though there was a times there were times when they struggled with it, but they've always been very yeah. accepting of my partners. Um, they've always really been welcoming. Never left them out of anything. Never really said, "Hey, you can't be a part of this because you know we don't want you around." Um, as a matter of right. fact, um, I went into my dad's office. And he's got Nico uh, gave him a lava lamp for Christmas last year, Aww. and he had it up in his office. So, um, yeah, that was really. That's cool. really sweet. That's really, That's cool. really sweet. Yeah, yeah. Um, Is it incredible? Enough person? about me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, like, gosh, look, I, I also, I also know that, like, in in the grief and whatnot, it does sometimes feel like a bit of a spotlight. So, totally happy to shift perspectives um, and move off. But you know, like, I'll talk it, about myself all day. I know, and that's why I love you as a podcast, you know, co-host because then I could just ask you questions and like 
learn more about you <laughs> really for selfish reasons honestly <laughs> i get it i get it i get um, it but yeah um you you doing all right just job front wise i know that was such a a thing for you and during this time um i can't even imagine like i know what it's like to go through the grief of losing a parent but like on top of like the stress of job hunting i can't even imagine what that's like <laughs> Um, so funny, I had, um, my first interview with this company, mm-hmm. the day he died, I had it that oh, morning. God. Um, yeah. Um, and I walked into the living room and I was, uh, I was like, oh, cause before I got off the line, she said, okay, we're going to, I'm going to move you on. And so I cried like a baby on, <laughs> Oh, yeah, I get it. <laughs> and I, it, it was so, I was like, you know, I haven't gotten a lot of second interviews out of this. This tech process is hard. Like that, you know, you, the first interview, it's, uh, I, I'm glad to have gotten them, but I'm trying to get to the next levels. And um, so, yeah, right away. And she was very sweet. Uh, she was like, she asked me what things were, what, what was the words she, you know, looking forward, what is your, uh, like, do you have anything big upcoming where you won't be able to work yeah. or what's your timeline? Yeah. Or can you start? And I was Vacation like, well, or like honestly, a big- <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but, like, uh, oh, not what you're thinking. <laughs> yes, exactly. I was like, well, my dad is dying. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know when that's going to happen, which is weird that he died that night. I was like, I don't know. So that might be a little bit of like, uh, I might have to figure that out. Um, so, but she immediately, she moved me on and I booked the interview that day, my next interview. And I, and I had it on Friday and I got through that. It wasn't my best interview, but I also told them during that interview my, that my dad was dying because I just want to be like, I, yeah. I, I, I said, I have to apologize. I'm not as prepared as I know you'd like me to be. Um, I'm doing the best. I'm, I'm probably a little bit more manic, uh, you know, just. Because that's what he said. He's like, you know, at the end of the interview, he's like, maybe you could be a little bit more concise with your answers. I was like, you boy, you, I tell you, could I be more concise? <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah. Wow, that's such an interesting thing to have feedback during the interview like that. But yeah, okay. Well, he did. He did it at the end because uh, he okay. was moving well, me on, good. and he just said, yeah. He said, I just, just he's kinda... like, I just because he was sweet. He was very. sweet. He's just like okay. Andrew. You might you only. He's like you might only have fifteen minutes. So uh... <laughs> <laughs> got it. Cut it. <laughs> Keep it tight. Yeah. Type five. Type five. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, yeah. that was one of the. It, I had uh, two uh, phone interviews. I want to say maybe the week before last. I can't remember. Last week was kind of a, an emotional blur uh for us as well but um yeah i i was i was rambling into the point where i was like i feel like i'm talking a lot i'm so sorry and they were like no this is an interview about you like it's okay to talk about yourself <laughs> i was like yeah, yeah yeah i don't i just don't feel comfortable doing that all the time <laughs> it's just it's such hard. a weird thing for a leo to say but um I know I'm a Leo, and <laughs> fair enough. Oh my gosh, you are a Leo. Somebody, we need to get your chart done. My friend does them. Okay. Do you know what time you were born? Yeah, I think I was like eight fifteen. I I feel like I'm a 
the whatever Mark Sign Rising. I actually just re-downloaded Co-Star because I could not remember what the hell I am. Um, I've got ask. a lot of Leo in me. Yeah, no, that I see. I definitely see that. Um, <laughs> I'm a Sun Leo, a Moon Virgo, a Virgo. Yes, so oh, many. the Virgo. What's the Virgo? Yeah, I've got a I've got a Moon Virgo and a Virgo. That's rising. your organized self. Oh, is that what that is? <laughs> yeah, that's your that's the organizational cadence. I'm not. That makes a lot of sense. Well, it's so funny because I didn't used to be an organized person. I'm still. I still feel very scatterbrained personally, but I, I like, I like the order because it helps me think better. Because <laughs> my brain goes right. by a million different ways. <laughs> but yeah, fair enough. Well, it's it's funny because I love. That's the part of aging I'm kind of loving is like developing new parts of me and who I, I was like, Oh, I've become this kind of person. Like I've become a patient person and I haven't mm. always been patient. You know, I, it's really funny. Those are the things that about aging that are kind of beautiful. Like you've just gotten yourself to a point where you can run a little bit better. Your life runs a little bit better. Yeah. Maybe it's just simple things like being more organized, but I think those are skills that are hard to learn if you don't learn them when you're young. Right. So it's a, you definitely, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. You've, you've, it's almost leveled up. Yeah. Well, Mark and I keep talking about that too. Like this whole, this idea of leveling up and like Mark is kind of frustrated with uh, one of his jobs at the moment. Cause it's just disorganized and not really getting him a lot of work. And uh, it's kind of frustrating. And I was like, hun, right, I think we're right. in a place of change right now where like, we're outgrowing certain aspects of some jobs that like feel a little juvenile sometimes. And, you know, we're, we're getting ourselves emotionally prepared for the next step, the next venture that can actually meet our needs uh, financially and otherwise. And a lot of the times it, it comes with frustration from stuff that we're ready to leave mm -hmm. and, you know, pass yeah. on. <laughs> Boy, oh boy. <laughs> There's some kind of moon there, for people in Leos or something like, I don't know, my friend came over the night before my dad died and mm -hmm. she was like, oh, I just gotta tell you. She's like, it's a big season of change. I was like, bitch, yeah. couldn't have told me this six, eight months ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, gave me a little prep. She's like, it's just like, it's she's like the sun and the moon are in this and that and i mean i don't put too much stock into it but sometimes right, it's same it, it's almost like it's, it's a almost comfort. like oh yes well yeah. it's, a, it's it's one of those things that I, I was talking to someone recently where we as humans really like to compartmentalize we like to put things in boxes and like this works because of this because everything is chaos um, and so if we can right. find some kind of like similarities or like, hey, when I do this, this result happens or when this is happening, this result also happens. It's a comfort because it's like, OK, I don't know much, but at least I know this. So, yes, astrology, religion, a lot of these things. Uh, there's a lot of bullshit out there. There's don't get me wrong. There's a mm. lot of absolute bullshit. But I feel like, you know, for some people, prayer brings great comfort meditation brings great comfort 
um, thinking about the, your astrology can bring great comfort. It's just your framework on how you place it. And I do think April is in its own, or at least now we're in May. Um, we're in the, we're almost done with May. Oh my gosh. Time is going so fast, but we're in the moments of spring and the spring is a time of change and growth and like budding and new talents being shown. Um, so it does make sense, even though it doesn't feel like, I don't know, the stars aligning and all of that. I don't think we're going to have like the Titans yeah. rise out of the earth. <laughs> yeah, right. The second coming. Yeah, right. Fire <laughs> shall rise from the, the depths of the earth. If the second coming came <laughs> yeah. and it was like, sure. I mean, I feel like we would all be too well, jaded to realize. When was the was first happening. one? <laughs> the first well, I want to know when the first one passed. Yeah. When Ayo. Was that? that was uh, us? No, is that us just landing? Just landing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, everybody talked about me. the second coming. I want to know when the first one was. <laughs> so, in terms of Christian Judeo Christianity, first coming was oh, apparently that. Oh. Jesus coming, and Jesus. then if Jesus okay, came back, that, that. it would be like oh. coming with the sword and not the okay. word or whatever. Okay, never. I for I didn't realize it was. Like, I thought it was here. I'm thinking my it was my sci-fi mind. Um, you know what? Know. Maybe the second coming of the aliens. <laughs> we don't know, man. Like, how did it all start? Like, dude. Like, dude. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, yeah, I, I am with your Leo friend there uh, because I do feel like there's a lot going on. I feel like a lot of people are very burdened right now, and everyone's pretty burnt out. <laughs> there's a lot going on. Um, it's yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I think, you know, it's like we, uh, it's, um, what's the word? Uh, COVID is, it's not over because no, I forget no. that sometimes. And that <laughs> is not technically over. Um, but it's so, like, ma- so many people around me are, are getting it and it's freaking me out. Um, oh, like I know that it's yeah. less now and I, I, I'm very happy to be vaxxed and boosted and I'm ready for that second booster. Like just fill me up with all the defense I can get. Oh, but it's are we getting scary. new boosters now? Is that we have to get a fourth one now? Is that I think we're I think this might be somewhat similar to like flu shot type thing where it might become annual, but we might need to do like a double booster or something. Depending on talk to your doctor. <laughs> Don't ask me. <laughs> Yeah, talk to your doctor. Talk to your doctor. Nobody I, told you, me. You don't know? <laughs> this is me you telling you right now. I don't know. I truly don't know. I have heard people getting like a second booster. And I don't know if that's because they had uh, Johnson & Johnson originally, which is what I ended up having. That's a whole fun story that you can listen to on the Geekscape Network podcast. I've told that story before. But um, I got okay. swindled into thinking that I was getting the Moderna and I got the Johnson & Johnson. Um, and then my booster. That, was is, so that <laughs> Trust- is so rude. That is so rude. Yeah. Well, okay. It, it wasn't intentional. <laughs> they just didn't tell me on the out. Like they told me going in, it's Moderna, it's Moderna. And I was getting it like a little bit early even still. So I felt okay. like guilty for like going anyway. And, uh, and so when I got the shot, I'm like, I clapped because it was a historical moment and no one else clapped. And I was like, okay, I'm uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> I cried. And then, I cried in front of everybody. <laughs> good. Show that emotion. Yeah. 
And then afterwards, I'm like leaving and I was like, all right, see you later. I'll see you in a couple of weeks. And they're like, no, you won't. And I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, I got the first shot. I have to come back for the second one. They're like, no, you're Johnson and Johnson. You're good. And I was like, what? <laughs> I felt so That's violated. <laughs> yeah. I felt so violated. That, I feel like- that is a violation. Like, that's a whole another situation. Like, that's a whole yeah. different situation. Yeah. Have, the person who hooked me up with the vaccine, like, they felt really bad, too. But it was kind of one of those things where I knew somebody in the medical field that was like, here, come to this place. You'll be, okay. like, in our friends and family okay. batch. And I was like, great. Awesome. I would yes. love to get um, vaccinated. So I... Also, this is not to say that Johnson & Johnson is lesser than by any means. They're just different. I just did Fair. not know going in <laughs> what it was. And I yeah. felt very I scared. All the and... shots. I give me more. Right. Yeah. No, me stick me full of all the vaccines. I hate needles, but I, you know what? Use me as a pincushion. <laughs> just right? light it up. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Light her up. <laughs> <laughs> it starts a fire, kicks some tires, it starts a fire. What's that term? <laughs> kick, kick, kick the tires, start some fire. Light the fires, kick some tires. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, oh I guess we're not country we're enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, but yeah. do it. <laughs> Speaking of, so I don't think I talked about it on the podcast last time, but um, uh-huh. a couple weeks ago, our apartment complex got broken into um several times because it keeps getting broken into um they broke into our mailbox and stole my edd card um and used all the money on the edd card and i was like oh i was so frustrated i called the post office i called edd i called the bank i called the police everyone was telling me like you need to go to one person or another about this situation um And that was also last week when I was filming a bunch, which was really cool um, to finally like get to be on set again. But I had all this other stuff going on. And uh, also our garage got broken into and one of our (gasps) key fobs got taken. So like we had to change all the gates and stuff Um, in that same Tuesday at two 30 in the morning. Um, there was some altercation where the police were hogtying some dude outside of our window uh, while a couple was shouting fuck you at each other the whole time. Uh, good times. Two and a half hours later, oh. we hear gunshots. <laughs> and, <gasps> shut yeah. up. No. No. Sorry. Um, no, don't shut up. Just tell me. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. Um <laughs> Oh yeah, and this is also so I had to wear a bald cap all day because it was it's just a very silly like sketch show type thing. Um, I've seen pictures. Same picture. Yes, I look very weird bald, but um, it is something I've always wanted to try just to see. Uh, so I'm glad I got a bald cap on that. But those are usually attached with like these gross like prosthetic like plasticky. They look like right. boogers when you pull them off your skin. Um, okay. Our the hot water in our apartment had gone out that same day so i could i had to like take a spit bath with a tea kettle (laughs) um yeah gunshots go off and like the police and like no one can find anything and i like at this point i was just like i can't do this like this is too much this is too much that's going on i'm exhausted i haven't slept i have crap all over my head um 
And someone had like, I of course do the very whitest thing I could do is like post a message on next door. And I'm like, what's happening in our neighborhood? I don't feel <laughs> safe anymore. <laughs> um, and someone re- recommended it. to me, like emailing my local city councilwoman, um, who I actually voted for and she won office and responded within like, 15 minutes or so and was like i'm on the phone with the lapd yeah no i was actually really impressed with that um so if nothing else like when you're kind of at your wits end like try looking into like your local government your local politics just to like reach out and talk to someone because it does actually you get a response and i do feel like things feel a little bit safer right now and you know there's some investigations going on but Okay, Boy, I tell you, <laughs> I tell you, it's been a week. That's how it goes. But I want before I forget, I do want a plus one. Um, talking to your local government. Um, I yeah. can't remember if it was my um, it was one of my local reps. I don't remember if it was on the county or I think it was state level rep. When I so remember when the pandemic started and ED, if you didn't get in in that first initial rush. You had hills to climb to get your money. Mm -hmm. You had to call every day. I I remember calling like 400 times a day trying to get a representative. Yep. 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 And so I, what I did is I um, called my local representative and they took care of it. And um, uh, they see what I would, because they, what they were doing is once a week, they were meeting with EDD personally, so they could wow. put your name right there in front, so on the table, yeah, <clears throat> I, yeah. So I think like there's a lot of ways that you know our government doesn't help us the way they're supposed to, but um, there are people out there uh, actually doing the work for their constituents. Um, you just have to call and ask, uh, you know, they're not going to solve everything, but right. I know there are some people doing it. Right. So, yeah. Well, and I it, applaud that, you know, it's, it's encouraging like the voting system, you know, if, if you can like get out and vote and midterm elections are coming up soon. So like get out and vote, like really look at like the people in your city and like who's doing stuff, who's not, who's aligning with what you think is good and who's not. Um, because there's a lot of people, especially at least down here in Southern California, there's a lot of ads and things for some, and I get phone calls all the time and all those mailers and stuff. And like, there's a, a gentleman who's yeah. running for office, who's switched from Republican party to democratic just for the ballot. And like, just wants to get, and he has a lot of money and he is trying to get elected oh. and do, do some research, like talk to your friends much as possible but yeah no like that yeah this is the very instance where these council members that we vote for come in handy for the times when hey we're out of work and no one's working and i can't get a hold of edd so can someone please do some checks and balances on this vote people vote. <laughs> like, just go vote just go vote go vote motherfuckers yeah <laughs> just go like uh, but as I was gonna say is I think voting at the local level is really important. I think that's that's where those people are 
you know, working directly with the community. I, I'm not saying that you shouldn't go vote for presidents and things like that, but I know that right. the people who have their 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 money, their hands on the money that you like that you can directly see around you, it's important. Like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, the people who are put taking care of streets. I want to know who the hell that is and what they believe is important, what they prioritize, yeah. because that will directly affect you. Um, yeah. you know, um, also just be a good citizen right and vote who am i what the fuck am i talking about i don't know i don't know we're figuring it out (laughs) we're getting better every day (laughs) yeah just each day is there anything you're looking forward to in the next week or so yeah i'm performing um this weekend um um i did i unfortunately we won't be able to see it together but I'm going to go see Bob's Burgers on opening night, um, which I'm really, really excited about. I think um, one of the last things my dad was watching a lot of, and it was cute because my sister was like, I didn't, what the hell is this show? I was like, dad and I have been watching this show for years. So he was watching a lot of Bob's Burgers in the end. Yeah. Um, So I'm excited to see that. Um, Just be able to think of him uh, because I really wanted to see it. <clears throat> with him or at least eventually say with him yeah. and then on saturday and sunday and performing um so that's nice um oh and i'm also performing at nico's school it's really cute for the kids oh that's uh, awesome on friday afternoon yeah um they're cool their school is so it's a school of the arts so that's those right. kids get to do some really cool stuff um and so i'm excited i'm excited for that um performing the kids and then carnival i'm performing Ooh. for uh yeah 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 That's um, really so fun. we shall see yeah my mom like was like you need to go <laughs> go home oh go perform it's <laughs> <laughs> like don't sit That's around me. here just being sad <laughs> i, like, I want to be sad i want to be sad and i want to perform that's what yeah. i want to do I totally 100% get that. Um, I will not be performing this weekend. I will be trying to see where we can find uh, the Bob's Burgers movie because I'm very excited about that movie and I'm bummed we can't get to see it with you up in San Francisco. But our plans just kept one thing after another it <laughs> last happens. week. Is it it happens. Things. Yeah. But I thought it would be cute if we put a, we had a little like if you wanted to come up and we could just do something real spe- we can like plan a whole weekend together too. So I would love that. Uh, maybe yeah. it'll be like yeah, because I was gonna be like so we can do something really cute and um there it'd be fun if you came up here during the summer and yes did, yes I don't know I think that's uh, definitely doable do and luckily we did get uh, money back on our tickets so we'll be able to use that for the future. At some point. So let's definitely plan something. And have like a whole weekend. Yeah. For show, for show. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to to seeing the Bob's Burgers movie. And uh, no idea what else we're doing for Memorial Day weekend. Now that we're here. But we'll probably be spending some time with our cats. And then probably hopping on some Fortnite at some point. So if you'd like to play some Fortnite with us uh please hit us up (laughs) please hit us up and we'll definitely Um, be there (laughs) they brought the rail guns back and i don't know if you were around for the rail guns um but it was one of mark's favorite guns it's kind of op 
overpowered. Um, they're really good. They're like they're they're like snipers. They like go a little bit slower, but they're really great shots. Um, when did you so play? Had, what did you see Railgun? He saw it this morning. He, I saw him when I was uh, this morning. I, okay. Yeah, came back from the gym. He was playing, and he was like, "There's rail guns," and I was like, "Oh, I, I'm well. What's up with that collider? I know we're done, but I'm just thinking, what's the? No, you're fine. The collider is is that just? I I didn't. I don't. They usually do a video. I, I like think it's, it's a, a little out of video or something. I don't know. What right, about. right. To explain what it all is, I don't know if they yeah. have it directly tied to the main storyline just yet, but they probably do. Like. War has happened throughout the whole map and so many things are destroyed and now that collider is there. So I'm sure it has something to do with the Imagine Order. Um, they haven't, as far as I know, talked about what the meaning of it is or why it's there. It kind of, it reminds me of the spire that was in the middle of the map last year um, okay. with all the different things around it. So maybe, but I don't know about you, but I feel like the bots are getting more insane and really good yes yes what is that (laughs) they are they are i that's what i'm telling you that's what happened last season though too where at like towards the end the bots were killing me more often and i'm like wait a second because i had to go to command cavern to whatever i'll help you get that that mission because i know what you're talking about Anyways, I was like, okay, maybe I could sneak around, kill a couple, because I'm not like bad. I'm com- places yeah. like Command Cavern don't scare me as much, except unless you run into Gunner, and it's so creepy that you can hear his voice. Right. What is he saying yes. to you? I don't. It, it's like that say, little it, bot speech that they have because they. I mean, yeah. let's hop on after this. Let's <laughs> try because I'm okay. down. Uh, but yeah, I have no idea. I feel like they're like Stallone, but garbled. They're like, <laughs> so uncomfortable, so uncomfortable. <laughs> like, what the hell? It's so Oops. creepy. But Yeah. All right. Well, let's um, just uh, sign it off real quick. But uh, if you'd like to find me, uh, you can find me at, at LSassyPants, E-L-S-A-S-S-P-A-N-T-S, sometimes with the Z at the end if you're on TikTok. And Marie, where can people find you? Um, Instagram at MadMarie13. I think that's also my Twitter thing, which I'm hoping to come alive. But I mostly use Twitter uh, to complain about my seats on an airline. So you might not get any <laughs> quality content there. Some quality <laughs> feedback on playing content. <laughs> yeah. awesome. Thank you so much for liking. Please hit that subscribe button. Give us some feedback. Let's hear what uh, you have to say. What do you do in green? what do you do when you're looking for a job what do you do uh, when you have a urge for a snack at night let us know and uh, we'll (laughs) read your comments out and thank you so much for Geekscape for sponsoring the podcast and we'll see you on the next one Bye. bye you're listening to the Geekscape Network 